Hey everyone, Attack the Dino, episode 16 or something or other. Um, we're here doing a podcast full of podcasty things. I'm making noises with my pen, but that's okay because it's our 16th episode. I'm Ben Rosenthal, and uh, I'm messing <laughs> a lot of things at the moment. So and everyone says I'm stressed out. Uh, <laughs> just just too much pressure. Trying to lighten up the mood. Shh, it, you can't talk here. You haven't even been introduced. It, it was the pen. I was like going okay, being all wacky, and then I took the pen lid off and it threw me out, and now I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, anyway how you going, Dan? I'm going great. Yeah? <laughs> so, I'm obviously Dan McGuinness, <laughs> the owner, co-owner of Greenlight Comics, yeah, where is where we're recording live from today. Yeah, we're going to say co-owner this week, because our very special guest is... Mr. Nick JB, who is also a co-owner of Greenlight Comics and has just returned back from Star Wars Celebration. Hey, everybody. What's up? Now, a little <laughs> bit about... I don't know why you're laughing at that. Just, he's like, Nick, she's just so excited, and he's like, hi, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's excited to be here. I'm excited to be here, can't you tell? Uh, now, you're very heavily involved in the Star Wars universe in uh, Australia and Adelaide. I'm led to believe. I believe the term heavily involved doesn't cut it. <laughs> it's all Star Wars all the time. It is. This guy is so deep into Star Wars that... So how deep? Like, where are you involved? What are you involved? How are you involved? Well, I own a comic book shop. Yep. We sell Star Wars comics. Yep. That's, that's pretty that's... exciting. Our, yep. um, our Han Solo that is on the wall, if anyone has been into Greenlight Comics and seen our Han Solo and Carbon, it was actually made by Nick. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that. And for anyone who listened to two or three episodes back when we had, um, I've forgotten the name. Uh, I've heard our, our guest. Uh, yes, the guest uh, who did the makeup and everything. Heather. Heather. Heather, yes, that's the one. Sorry, Heather, I'm sure you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Nick was the person whom she covered in... Uh, Baby oil. Latex and uh, now, we, we, all that fun stuff that know, you got really excited about. his doodle. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that no, was me. No, I remember that. That was fun. <laughs> there's more than Nick Star Wars than just the Han Solo. That's right. I'm also a member of the 501st, which is the official Lucasfilm costuming group. It's also a charity organisation. And what do they and do? How did you get the official stamp of approval from Old Man Lucas? Basically, the group started making good enough costumes that the decision was either shut the group down <laughs> or... Have them officially endorsed by Lucasfilm. There was no middle ground. <laughs> That's at it. That point. <laughs> right. Yeah. So part of only the a Sith deals in absolute. That's right. And, and Disney are Sith. <laughs> and, and I feel like I'm not allowed to say that as a. It's all right. It's on the record. Now. I'm not representing the Five O First. And who do you cosplay as? Yeah, in the. Five I five. am Boba Fett. I don't cosplay. I am Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, okay. You do have a Boba Fett T-shirt on. One of the many Boba, Boba Fett T-shirts you own. Um, were you around when George Lucas was less than 200 metres away from where we're currently sitting? I was at home. I almost came in to try and find him and he was, have a stern word. He was eating the nastiest, yeah. like, the cheapest food. I'm like, are you kidding For me, man? For those of you who don't know, um, Adelaide is a very small town in Australia. Uh, we don't get a lot of people down here. Uh, George Lucas's wife was speaking at a uh, conference, so he and his wife flew over to Adelaide in their private jet uh, and was sitting in the food court about 200 metres away from where we're sitting now, eating the most unnutritious meal, reading a like local those... newspaper, just sitting in a food court. Oh, yeah, it's George Lucas. With his, like, styrofoam, like, <laughs> plate... 
and like you know and it was like Bayer Marie like um, Chinese food he was eating and it was just like what are you doing dude yeah you're, you're and it was, it was like billions. The, and it was like the City Cross Arcade and no, no offence to the City Cross Arcade but there's there's nicer places to eat in Adelaide especially when you've sold your life's creation for over 4 billion US dollars whoa you and s- flew your own plane in it's true he could have gone and eaten on the plane and probably would have had a better time <laughs> he could have eaten off the tarmac yeah. and had a better time <laughs> So anyway, so, so you're doing, you're doing the Fiverr first, doing that, and um, you also just recently got back from Star Wars Celebration. Can you yeah. tell people what Star Wars Celebration is? Star Wars Celebration is, or has been, an annual event for the last three years, though this is Celebration 8. Before that, they were quite sporadic. Um, it's basically the world's biggest Star Wars-only convention. This year, it was in Orlando in Florida at the Orlando Convention Centre and they had 70,000 people over four days. Whoa, that's a lot of people. It was a lot of people. It's a lot of standing in line. Really? Like, yep. So it's just like Disneyland but Star Wars? Yeah, the line to get in through security on the first day was two the, and a half miles long. Was wow. The, What's the, that in uh, so Australian the, rule? Like uh, 5K. Yep, good. Thereabouts. So the, so the first day was lining up to get in? <laughs> no, the, the, the line moved quite. The lines did move quite quickly. I was at a previous celebration in Anaheim two years ago, and I feel like the lines were worse there. But that because you're be, in Anaheim, yeah, and it might be PTSD. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's that so did bad. you did you go over there to dress as Boba Fett? I did not take my costume this time because it was in Florida. I made the decision not to take the costume because I thought the weather would be really bad. Yep, which was probably a mistake because the weather was yeah. really good. It's perfect fet weather. Oh, no weather is perfect fet weather. No. Fet's not a comfortable undertaking. Right. So your costume is like, as I believe, it's very accurate to the original Boba Fett costume. So even if it was a bad idea in the original costume, you put it in your thing. It's just really unfortunate that you sound more like uh, George Lucas special edition Boba Fett than you do original Boba Fett. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole nother thing that I'm not going to get into today. (laughs) Because I'm going to end up getting punched. That's right. It'll be something like that will happen. Um, part of the problem with my costume is that it's closer to screen accurate and the original actor was only about 5'8", right. around 6 foot 2". Right. So it's all too small. But can, can you go, put Captain Solo in the cargo hold? I could, but I won't. <laughs> I like Boba Fett. Imagine him as this proper British gentleman. There he is. Put, put, put Boba Fett in the cargo hold. But we've seen what he looks like now. He's the, the once war warriors guy that... Yeah, that's what beats I'm up implying. Uncle Bunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's great. But um, how did so you feel about that? How did you feel about this the special edition and the redubbing and the adding in and the CGI? Did they change his voice? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. On the yeah. final one, they used Tamora Morrison's voice, who was the voice of Django Fett. And he's the voice of, of the club. Oh yeah. right, yeah. So um, I don't. I, don't, I yeah. watched the ones that you showed. So me. they dubbed. A, yeah. Well, the the versions that we watch are the despecialized editions, which are. The closest thing to the original movie that we'll probably ever get. I managed to find the Laserdisc versions, not the actual Laserdiscs, the Laserdisc versions, uh, a couple of years back, and that's what my daughter watches. The Laserdisc versions are pretty good, but they're they're actually they've even been changed from the original. No, really? Yeah, yeah, there's. I mean, it's just little stuff. Like the opening crawl's different. Right. So the Laserdisc version would have, um, it'd say Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Yes, whereas the original... The original just says just Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, at Celebration, did you meet any 
uh, stars or anything? Yeah, I did. Um, on the last were night. Were they roaring? Star no, <laughs> they, were, they were drinking, actually. <laughs> That's a way better star drinkers. <laughs> on, on the last night, we were having some drinks at the hotel bar in the hotel across from the convention centre, and a whole bunch of the guys were in and out. Uh, Peter Mayhew was there. That's Chewbacca. Um, Is that the OG Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting pretty old, so you don't bother him after a four-day convention. Because <laughs> he'll rip your arms off? Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. He'll rip your arms out of your sockets. Uh, Billy D. Williams, who's Lando, he was hanging out. Ray Park, who's Darth Maul, was there. Uh, Tamura Morrison and Daniel Logan. With you with Darth Maul. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Ray Park was there getting on the sauce, which was good to see. Um, Did also, you just go to him? Hey, do a flip. Do a flip. Do the no, flip. No, I, I, I like had a beer and I walked into him before I realised who he was and I was walking past him like, oh, that's Darth Maul. I, I walked in. It was really Not awkward. Darth Maul's voice, though. That's true, but I did meet Sam Witwer as well. Oh, okay. So I also... He was hilarious met, and spaced. We met him. He was getting out of his... We were going out the back of the hotel to go to a restaurant and he was getting out of, you know, the the black SUV that they drive the celebrities around in at these things. And he actually looked like he was about to fall asleep. We started talking to him and he just like... Nodded off. He was so absolutely exhausted, but he's a really, really good dude as well. So he's the voice of Darth Maul and he's the voice of Starkiller from uh, the old Force Unleashed games. Oh, cool. Uh, And were you there for any of the big reveals? Like, did they just show the trailer over and I over again? I decided or? not to camp out overnight uh, to get to get into the big panel. So there were three big ones. But this con was the first convention I've been to where they had a massive TV set up on the convention floor and they were live streaming with a short delay. Oh, that's cool. The main major panels, which was really good. It meant that you didn't really have to line up, but the people that did line up were a bit grumpy about it. No. Oh. Oh, really? Well, they get to see it live. You mean some Star Wars fan overreacted and got upset about something that they completely out of control? Last year in London at Celebration, all the stuff about Rogue One, Mm. they didn't live stream it and they didn't show the trailer for like three weeks. Oh, that's how it is. Get over it, man. It doesn't. (laughs) And it's good because it means I don't have to waste a whole night sitting on a concrete floor waiting just to go see a panel. And then it ruins your following day as well. Yeah, because you'd be grumpy and then you'd see it and go, ah, oh, it's not that good. And I have to do all sorts of stuff at these cons. I don't just go to dress up. I try and do... Networking? All different stuff. Well, networking, so I can use it as a tax deduction. No, you mean legally... Uh, oh, as a tax recruit, deduction, um, because I'm working hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the only reason you go to these things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, what were some of the highlights of the trip? Um, uh, the game that we play a lot of in the shop, Star Wars Destiny, which recently launched from Fantasy Flight, I had an opportunity to meet the game designers, mm-hmm. and I had a chance to play a game against the lead designer, and I beat him. Oh, did he flip the table? Oh, was that what that guy was? On he that? didn't flip the table, but I made him record a video saying that I beat him. That was <laughs> fun. Um, he was a really good dude. That was, that was really good. I also got my oldest Star Wars book that one of my older brothers bought when it originally came out in 1992, I got the author to sign that. What book? Cool. Uh, Head of the Empire by Timothy Zahn. Like a novel? Oh. Yeah. So it's my, it's a first edition paperback. That's uh, Thrawn, um, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes, love Thrawn. Yeah. So, he, so he had his new book launching at the con, so he was doing signatures and stuff, and 
I bought the new book and I got him to sign my old paperback, which is literally falling apart. Because he, and mine as well, actually. The the, the three books, is it the three book series where it was yes. introduced? Yes, that's right. One of them, the cover's just fallen straight yeah. off. So mine, the cover is, it's got a huge rip down the middle of it, and there's like... It's well read. Right. There, there's what looks like blood on the spine. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Tears. That's a whole separate that's thing. That's the though. sacrifice. Yeah, that's right. That's the sacrifice for Star Wars. Uh, now, Timothy uh, Zahn wrote the latest Thrawn book as well, didn't that's he? That's right. That's right. So they they were selling that book at the con as well. Any good? I've been tempted. I haven't read it. I've got the special con exclusive version of the Ooh. cover, which is a textless cover, which is really cool. They don't do that in novels very often yeah it's a comic book thing they do it in comics all the time now what is it about Thrawn that's so appealing because I don't know why but when I, I don't know who Thrawn is uh, he's, he's a, blue he's a blue guy he's the only uh, you'll correct me if I'm wrong but to my understanding he was the only non-human uh, admiral in the whole empire grand admiral well, grand admiral because the, hang uh, on because the emperor was a bit of a racist so everyone that's on the bad side yep. is a human so yes. part of I never noticed that. Yeah, because yeah, in the original movies, they just used extras. Yeah. And they didn't British bother extras. doing makeup, so they were all British extras. And the way that the expanded universe decided to <laughs> explain that was basically that the Emperor was just massively racist. And, and you go, yeah, and I believe that. Yeah. Someone who enslaved That's, uh, all that's the since been changed. So since Legends became a thing, and now we have this new canon since Disney bought the company out, you have... Female stormtroopers and alien stormtroopers and stuff. Oh, so it's okay. Not, so they've it's not as big a deal anymore. I've never seen it. But it was very much a big part of the storyline. So when Timothy Zahn wrote Heir to the Empire, which was the first big expanded universe story, he's the guy who came back to save the Empire as it was falling apart was this blue alien that was so brilliant that the Emperor acknowledged him mm. and made him this secret Grand Admiral. So he's, but he's still just a human. No, 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 he's an alien. The, yeah, but, he's like an that, alien. He, what, but what he looks like, he's just a blue human. He's, he's a blue human with red eyes. Yeah. But yeah he's not like and a he can kick your ass. He's not like no, Bosk or his name is or anything. That's right. No, he's not a Trandoshan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're called. That's what they're called. Uh, so what are your impressions of the uh, Last Jedi trailer? And what do you think about the whole Grey Jedi theory? I think it's all fine. Yep. I've stopped raging against Star Wars. I just like the fact that people are into it, and I'll enjoy it basically, no matter what they give us. We have we have the best time watching the prequels now. Yeah, Attack of the Clones is the best of all the Star Wars movies. It turns out it takes you a long time to realise that. <laughs> what? One day, one day you'll be sitting down, many beers deep, and you'll realise that Attack of the Clones is. the I best just came Star to Wars the conclusion movie. that the Phantom I Menace wasn't you. the worst one out of all three of them. No, it is though, it is though. Oh, Attack of the Clones is the worst one, but it's also the best one. Yeah, to watch when you're having chicken wings and beers. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> so full of errors, it's... Which is the one where it, with the that this is why I don't like flying. Yeah, that's... Is that the one? Yeah, that one is... Yeah, that yeah. One is oh, that's when, when they we, just talk about how good mates they are. Yeah. Except and you never see them be mates, <laughs> ever. And like 400 people just walk down hallways having conversations, yeah. like for ages. Walking and talking. Yeah. And is Jimmy Smith's in that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's Jimmy good. Smith's is pretty much the best part of the prequels. Oh, Jimmy Smith's. Um, so what is your take on The Grey Jedi? I mean, for me, coming from, I'm a Star Wars fan, but nowhere near the uh, fandom that you have, uh, or others have, but for me, being a writer it seems logical that that's something they want to sort of uh, look into is that Luke the reason he's for his hermitage is that he's gone nah 
No, not doing it. What's a grey no. Jedi? Is that this one that's just neither nor? I have yeah, no feeling one way or another. I mean, when you're trying to tell a story that's about good and evil, like, and you want to make the story more complex, a grey Jedi is sort of inevitable. Well, wouldn't yeah. that be what, when he's saying bringing balance to the Force? Wouldn't that be the grey? Yeah. Right yeah. in the middle yeah. there? The, the only way to win is up. not to play. Yeah. yeah. The only way to win is not to play. Not no, no, the only way to win is just to win on both sides. Or to be... Or you're, well, you're implying that he should be both. Yeah, Well, yeah, we, we had a discussion a couple of episodes back that... Uh, the traditional Jedi were like, you can't fall in love, you can't do this, you can't do that, you have to be focused on this, you can't uh, delve into your emotions because that all leads to bad stuff. And then the Sith are all like, yeah, give me power, use everything you can. Well, there is a middle ground, a rather large middle ground there. That's the grey area. People can sort the, of like find a happy balance. The grey area. It's a, I mean, it's good in, con- in context, but part of the whole concept of Star Wars is that it's good and evil and that's it. It's a kid's story that's about good versus evil. So when you introduce a grey Jedi and you're trying to explain that to a seven-year-old... Wait, 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 are you saying... They're going to be like, so is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? And he's going to be like, well... But they're going to say that with Kylo Ren. He's like, is he good? Well, he did go... No, he's bad. He's a bad dude. He's bad. He's trying to fight out... He killed his dad, spoilers. (laughs) He killed his dad's spoilers. Yeah, that was a, that was a spoiler. Han spoiler. Yeah, but yeah. like he Han was, he, he was. I think him and Ray are kind of like they were just basically the same vo- characters fighting each other. But she was just kind of like coming from a good background. He was coming from a bad background. But when they met in the middle, is, Ray's, just, is Ray's background good? She, uh, was, aban- she was abandoned yeah, on a desert planet, and yeah, yeah but she grew up. She been solo. Hung, grew up in a. She'd been hanging out with Jedi that. training academy. She'd I feel been like hanging out with backwards. goodies. And uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren is also trying to force out the light side. That's why he killed his father. Because if you watch all the other ones, where uh, the that's it, they both have the opportunity. They're both at the same point where they both could go either way at, oh, like, at some point. They were. Well, no, oh, he, he's fully dark. He's fully going dark side. Well, now he is, but they had there no, was, no, there there was, was a no, moment. No, there wasn't. There was a moment. The he moment could, was. There was that, that silly moment when they go, oh, it, the shadow went down, and then he yoinked his dad. Like, before that, there would have been no, a, a his, his plan was always to stab his nah, dad through it the chest. It wasn't. He yoinked his dad. <laughs> Can we just go back to your use of the word yoinked? I feel like that's not the sound effect that happens when you stab someone through the chest with I feel, a red I feel lightsaber. Like, I feel like that if they did go back through Star Wars and replace the turning on a lightsaber sound with yoink, with yoink. it would be Boing. a better, a, it would be a better like, whole series. Oh, it would definitely be more enjoyable for you. <laughs> oh, more well, beer and chicken wings then. <laughs> true. So true. we'll get back onto Star Wars a little bit later. There is just a little bit of video game news I want to delve into. Yeah, we, um, otherwise we will be just talking about Star Wars for the next hour. Uh, I was told we'd be talking about Star Wars for the whole time. Yeah, that was the only way to get you on. Yeah, I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, throughout the week, uh, I should say as well, we're recording this uh, on the eve before Free Comic Book Day, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but this won't go up until the weekend after, so probably about the 13th of May. So if there's some huge astronomical news comes out and we haven't like covered it, like the new Xbox consoles, a Transformer, which like destroys the world. Yoinks not, out of your system. <laughs> not our fault. Um, so over the weekend, the video game Hall of Fame uh, inducted the original Donkey Kong, Pokemon Red and Blue, Halo, and Street Fighter 2. What else was in there? Uh, Originally. Like Mario, Pac-Man. Space Invaders. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. I didn't Everything even know. has a Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, apart from comics. Do comics have a Hall of Fame? Not that I know of, but that doesn't mean anything. If we did, it'd just have 
I don't even know who'd be in it. Stan Lee. It'd just be Stan Lee. It'd just be a room no, and no, he'd be sitting in it by himself. It'd just be Stan Lee and he'd just be going, yeah, I did all yeah, of it. Yeah, he'd be beating back everybody else with a stick. It'd be like, there'd be if you're going to do a, a comics Hall of Fame with creators, there'd be people like Alan Moore and Grant Morrison and... Bendis. Bendis. Really? Jeff. Jeff who? Jeff Johns. <laughs> Jeff Johns. Jeffrey Johns. <laughs> Mark Rumor will be in there. I feel like you're just listing off all the guys that are currently really popular. Yeah. Oh, will there be Kirby might be in there? <laughs> might be in there. <laughs> Kirby <laughs> might make an appearance. If there is one, there probably is one, and it's probably named after you know Kirby, and we just don't know what we're talking about, and we're really embarrassing ourselves. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all about modern comics. The past is the past. The future is where it's at. Hey, so Darksiders 3 was announced by IGN over the weekend. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, after Amazon leaked it. <laughs> Listening to the IGN podcast which you should do because they're hilarious uh, IGN had the, the rights to announce it and had the trailer and all the press kits and it played some of the game and Alana Pierce was going to talk about it and then Amazon went oh Darksiders 3 is released and I was like aww, you, aww. are they allowed to do that? well to, uh, they found it and they leaked it are you going to tell Amazon what they can and can't do? yeah <laughs> um, so, so this one a bunch of people in a forest anyway is uh, the main character the main horseman horsewoman is Fury because so they rewrote who the four horsemen of the apocalypse are so it's war, death, fury, and some word. Don't, don't rewrite them. Just make them Bible. new characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, See what happens when people rewrite the Bible. Now this game was effectively dead in the water. Like, yeah, why did they do another one? Why were there games like this that get well, number threes when there's games that are awesome that get nothing? The, the, I think the whole story is that THQ went out of business, uh, and then Nordic um, obviously acquired the rights to it and said, "Oh well, we're just going to slap." THQ on the front of it because THQ's a more uh, recognisable name than Nordic so the THQ Nordic uh, came out with Darksiders 3 alright next um, yeah they fight the seven deadly sins uh, she wears high heels sweet game yeah it's like Bayonetta all over again Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold one million copies in this first weekend <laughs> wait what, what is it Mario Kart Deluxe so it's Mario Kart for the Wii U that they re-released with all the downloadable uh, content and it sold over a million copies in the opening weekend. Uh, it makes sense though. No one bought the Wii U, so they've got this amazing Mario Kart game that they've re-released. That nobody's played. Well, they have now. Because now they have. People are yeah, just exactly. Raking it in. They're um, yeah, like, oh yeah, that's that game I would have bought a Wii U for, but I didn't because it was a Wii U. Yeah, and now they've got a I, Switch. I even bought a Wii U and I don't have that game. Really? I do. It's a great game. You should buy it on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> If you can find a copy. <laughs> um, so I just, like, Nintendo, they come up with all these really harebrained marketing schemes and people go, that'll never work. People won't put up with that. Nah. Million copies, first weekend. Nintendo just ding, 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 and ding, And they'll ding. probably stop making it. Yeah. Then bring out oh, yeah, Mario 8 Classic. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, no, we don't make Mario Kart games anymore. Mario wears two hats in this one. Uh, they'll just stop making it. They'll just stop making it. There's a uh, there's been a vote uh, a poll by Nintendo UK which voted the most favourite Mario Kart course. Take a guess what it was. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. Yeah, Rainbow Road. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got a video game question right. <laughs> How could anyone like Rainbow Road? It is the worst one, but yeah. it's, it's only because it's probably how you drive the Thor's house. <laughs> Isn't it in? In Mario Kart 64, which is arguably the most recognisable of all the games, nah. isn't that the longest track? Yeah, yeah. The, That'd be most why. tracks are five laps. This one's three. Yeah, I would just, say it's maybe just ridiculously long. Like the Ghost House in SNES would it be a yeah, good one. The, the first one. Yeah, the feather. Yeah, you're too old, Dan. 
We are old. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nintendo won't have an E3 conference again this year. They're just going to have their little corner and uh, like they did with Zelda Breath of the Wild last year. Just have their little area. A um, show place. Like. Yeah, people aren't going for the big things anymore, it seems. Uh, and I found this interesting. A Reddit user found the StarCraft Gold uh, Monster so- uh, Master Source Code disc in a box he bought from eBay. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so What's he going to do with this power? Well, it had to apparently... <laughs> he put it on Reddit that he'd found it. Is, uh, is this actually you know this lost disc that people have... like? Uh, Blizzard have been looking for for many many years and of course people on Reddit started abusing him for having it and uh, yelling at him. Did and Blizzard or whatever ring him up and go Yeah, the, uh, Blizzard's lawyers gave him a call and said, um, yeah about that can can we have it back? I'd be like yes, for some money because I well, bought it out of the kindness of his heart he sent it back because it does have all, <laughs> a lot of their intellectual property on it and a lot of uh, coding secrets and whatnot. Uh, and in return Blizzard sent him Overwatch $250 in sp- credit and an all expenses paid trip to BlizzCon. Oh, that's alright then. So, Is it? <laughs> well, it's free. Yeah, true. It's free things. True. After he copied it. Yeah. And then he's going to sell them the same thing again in a year. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, what, sell this the I found another one! <laughs> the, com- the competition. Sell them that. Uh, and they're currently remaking a 4K version of StarCraft, but you can download the original for absolutely free off the Blizzard website. Wasn't that always free, that game? Yeah, but this time... It's more freer. Free. <laughs> they pay, you, you get every time you download it, you get four cents put into your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> they can afford it. Uh, we'll be back with more comic and Star Wars talking stuff right after this little thing. Welcome back to Hack the Dino. We do podcast culture. <laughs> Holy jeez, man. I didn't think I could mess up that phrase anymore, and I've just been proven incorrect. This is episode 16 of Hack the Dino. We talk about all things video games, comics, and other stuff, as well as playing Dan vs. the World, which is coming up very soon. But first, we're going to talk about some comics. Dan, take it away. Now, we're going to make Nick talk about his comic first. Oh, sure. I'm going to talk about a uh, Star Wars comic. Yep. What's, what? Because I really like Star Wars. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Not that you're typecast into that role. No, 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 no. I choose my destiny. Um, you play Destiny? Yeah, I play Star Wars Destiny. Great game. Carton, dice, fantasy flight. Get amongst it. We, well, don't we do a, uh, a night oh, event here every Wednesday? Nights. Wednesday nights at Greenlight Comics, 6 till 9pm. Um, today... <laughs> What did I pick up off the shelf? Oh yeah, Star Wars Vader Down. So, after Disney acquired Lucasfilm... Mm-hmm. Um, because the Avengers was such a huge success, I went, ah, oh, we'll just Yeah, buy we may else. as well just buy big properties and then let them do their own thing and take all the money because that's a genius way to do business, basically. It is. Um, after that happened... Last week. Because Disney also owned Marvel when Dark Horse's... Um, license to publish Star Wars comics was up for renewal. Dark Horse got offered a ridiculous number to renew it, so there was no real option. Yep. So they basically gave the rights back to Marvel. They started publishing Star Wars comics again. Everyone was like, oh my god, we're getting Star Wars comics for the first time in 30 years, which (laughs) wasn't true at all. But that's not the point of this this discussion. The point is, they launched two series, the Star Wars series and the Darth Vader series. They're both fantastic. And the first crossover they did was between the two. And it was called Vader Down. Mm-hmm. It basically so you're feeling followed... a bit sad. 
It's just Darth Vader sitting in his. No, he gets get shot down. He's oh, he's no, still so he asked someone out on a date and yeah. she went nah. and she's like, nah. No, nah, I know what happened to your last uh, interest. Yeah, but weren't you choking out your last girlfriend? Knocked her up and then knocked her up and then choked her out. We and really then, shouldn't and then joke not, about that. And then, and then forgot that you had children. Not only that, no, no he, he didn't know. know they were ever born. But he knew your uh, wife was pregnant. I've read yeah. a theory like it's probably just really horrible storytelling by George Lucas's part. But didn't Padme die because the Emperor was siphoning off her energy and putting it into Vader? That's why she dies as Darth Vader is reborn. I would like that to be the case. But <laughs> she actually died of a broken heart. So And have you, have you seen me die of that as well? It's hilarious. <laughs> That's a chicken wing and beer moment, hey. It's so good. It's so good. And Padme? It's like Padme. I mean, she, now Padme. She, she dies in childbirth, and somehow the whole thing is hilarious. Now, for, but, first, but first, they get to show her each child, yeah. and she and says, name no, 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 CGI babies. George oh, yeah. Lucas effectively creating life through yeah. CGI. That's what he does, man. George Lucas is the best. Anyway, <laughs> back to what we're talking about. The story basically centers around the rebellion getting a shot at Vader. Finally, Sweet. Um, they pretty much he ends up. Where does this take place in the timeline? It's after the Death Star is destroyed. So the between, first Death Star is destroyed, right. so it's between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. Basically, he gets shot down above this planet with no backup, and they think they've got him. And oh, it's silly. pretty much them They being, obviously haven't seen Rogue One. That's right. They pretty much... Well, it's more ridiculous than Rogue One. Because it's a comic book, they it's can a, tell more ridiculous It's like Darth stories. Vader versus an army, and he's yeah. just standing there. So, Sweet. the reason you read this book is because you've seen the double-page spread online that has all the rebel troops surrounding Vader and telling him to put his lightsaber down because he's surrounded. And his reply is, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And then he kills everybody. And it's awesome. That's Sweet. not the spoiler, though. That's just a bit that happens. Yeah, it's just the best part. No, it's not the best part. Isn't it? There's, there's other roller coaster bar rides in there. There are. But um, so who is that done by? Jason Who's... Aaron. Jason yeah. Aaron. Oh, Jason Aaron. Jason is there Aaron nothing you can, can't do? It's true. You can, and, yeah. you can write crime, Thor, Star, Star Wars. Wars. That's about it. That's all the genres. <laughs> That's all the genres. So you just answered your own question. Yeah. I'm sure he's done some horror as well. Has he done romance? Yeah, you done bromance. Yes, but um, do we okay. get romance comic books? Is that a thing? Yeah, we got fresh romance. That's actually what, a book we got in there. Look at that. Yeah. But now, and I've got a, I bought a comic as well. Uh, this is one that came out this week. It's a comic book issue. It's a number zero actually. Yeah. And it's bought out by Atari and Dynamite together. That means it doesn't actually exist. Yeah, I know. And it's uh, zero, uh, um, blah, 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 number zero of Sword Quest. So if anyone remembers Sword Quest on the Atari... I don't remember it, Dan. I think I was too... I think I'm too young. So Sword, Sword Quest, Quest has a beautiful like, story behind it, which has gone down in history. So originally when they brought out Sword Quest um, on, on the Atari... 2600? 2600? Yeah, 2600. Sure. Let's go with that. Um, they, did, they ran a competition that um, if anyone could do a certain thing, I can't remember what it was, it was like maybe finish the game or find something within this game. When this game was hard, it was one of those ridiculous games. So basically half of the plot of Ready so, Player One? Yeah, yeah. So they had four prizes that were actual gold plate, gold jewels. It was treasure, actual treasure. Each treasure was worth, I think they said $25,000. What? Or something like that. And Atari and, went bankrupt. 
Wait, and wait, it gets better. And then and then the four people that won that would then go into some sort of challenge against each other and then they to to play off for the jewel encrusted sword, which was like, I think they said was hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Like like this is I think it's pounds as well. These things exist, there's photos of them. The first four people actually won these things, the, the first four treasures, but no one ever won the sword because the whole competition got cut down. Like like, so no one actually got to do it. And this is a comic book about the guys who won the four treasures and about them trying to go for the competition. I gotta say, sword. I am now hanging out to read this comic. Read, read up about this thing. This That's is, this is hilarious. This is like in the Atari culture. You can look, you can see pictures of these. I might even be wrong about the. I just, I'm just going off my memory, which is everyone knows is a bad memory. But um, each each thing was worth a, a stupid amount of money. It was like. It was dumb. It might actually say it in the comic book somewhere. Yeah, but that anyhow. seems a ridiculous amount of money for a company that also filled in uh, huge land masses of video games because they went, but oh, we're going bankrupt. But have you seen it. those things, how much money they were pulling in at that time? Oh, yeah. they were. Because, having, have you seen the parties they were having? Yeah, but like, were, you got to think, like, they, they, how much money did they pay to get those games made and how much money they were making from them is ridiculous. Compared to these days where there's, like, a team for three years working and stuff like that. These were dudes banging out games... And they were literally doing it. Like, E.T. Is, is well known in, in urban myth as being this horrible game. Which it's isn't not, the worst. It's not the worst game ever recorded. Um, but he did that over a weekend or something. Yeah. And, yeah, Steven Spielberg gave him the tick of approval. And, uh, yeah, I have E.T. I haven't played it, but I do have it. Do you actually? I do. Wow. On my, on my game shelf next to Street Fighter on the Commodore 64. The tape. The tape. I love those tape things. <laughs> that's so anyhow, so that's, our, that's in here today. Uh, the best thing about this comic is it's 40 cents. Yeah. That, uh, oh, you can come down pick it up for 40. The free, I'll give should... it to you for... I'll give you a dollar for it because I'm a big okay, spender. I'll take that. <laughs> come down okay. for a dollar if you want. <laughs> but anyhow, so that's all the... Um, it's just this. Is it all written there? How much were they? Now, why are you looking that up? Uh, Basically, it was four games, and they never made the last two games. Oh, really? Yeah. So the games were never even made, so they could never even win the prizes for the other games. Oh, oh, the wow. estimated combined value was $155,000 US. All the stuff. And yeah. they did comic books. It was a comic book game crossover as well. It was like the biggest thing ever. And to kids, it would have been back then, like, it was so weird. It was just so... Badly organised. Wow. makes And this sword exists still somewhere. It must. So someone's got it There's somewhere. photos of it. There's people holding it. Someone has this sword. Oh, I want that. So screw Excalibur. I want this thing. I know. Imagine that. It's, you it's, called, it's called the Sword of Ultimate Sorcery. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine How could you, you not as, want that? You as a very heavy retro gaming collector. This is... Your holy grail. Because it's theoretically... It's not my holy grail, but it, it's a grail. It's one of the other... Right, it's one of the... In Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where he goes in, there's a whole heap of really nice grails, and Donovan goes, oh, that's the cup of Christ, no. and it's nice and jewelry. It's nice to look at, but it's not the real grail. What is the retro gaming grail? Oh, apart, um, apart from a jewel-encrusted sword that is one of a kind in the I world. Think it depends on... <laughs> it depends on what... Yeah, do it depend on the person. What's your gaming grail? I what do you already do. have? What's your best thing you have? The best thing I have... That you love. Like in well, your... you can't tell us because you'll get robbed as <laughs> soon as this goes public. Um, it's a, is it a Blizzard coding disc? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got a few things.
things which I really like. Um, I've got a really cool Mario Brothers clock still factory sealed, and it's like Mario is one of the hands and Bullet Bill's the other, and Bullet Bill chases him as the time goes by. And is that from like the OG days? Yeah, it's from the 80s. Um, I don't see things I had as a child. Uh, I hold a lot more value for than yeah. You've got a nostalgia sure. attached to them. Yeah, like uh, that's why I have so much of this crap because I uh, personify things. <laughs> I attach memories to. For people out items. there who don't know, Ben is a massive, massive retro game collector. He is just Nintendo. Nintendo, just Nintendo, just Nintendo, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but like, you go into his house and it's mental. It's like you just walk in and you're like, you just hear music going, do, 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 do. like you just walked into a candy store as a kid. No, like, and you're just like, oh my god, is that all the Game and Watches and stuff like that? Like, <laughs> yes, it is. My, my the answer is yes. And they're all in boxes. Not all of them. No. Uh, but the dumbest decision I ever made was go, yeah, I reckon I will start collecting Game Boys. Don't. Just Game Boys. Game Boys. So do you, do you just collect like different types of Game Boys or you just you buy volume? No, no, I just buy... Just Game Boys. Just, so just if I walked in with a Game Boy, you'd buy it off me? Oh, well, yeah, if you want it for cheap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spoken like a true retro collector. Uh, if I didn't have it in my collection, so I've got the... Uh, yeah, he, he only gets... The like, grey, one of each, The right? grey brick, the green brick, the blue brick, the black brick. I didn't even uh, know the yellow Apparently brick, the there are different brick. colours of bricks. Yeah, uh, and then you go to Game Boy uh, Pocket, Game Boy Advance, and all of those, the different colours they have. See, in Japan, this is where I made the stupid error. Japan, Game Boys were so popular, and still are, they had Game Boys for specific regions in Japan that were only sold in one store. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like, there's an yeah. Astro Boy Game Boy Lite that sells for five to $800. I got one <laughs> like, because it was only sold in Japan for a very limited time in this one area, uh, and then you've got Pokemon, which is just ridiculous. The Pokemon, different Pokemon Game Boys. So, how many Game Boys would there? Do you have a number on how many there are in total? I think it's around, uh, including Game Boy like before the 3DS and the 2DS. Yeah, I think separately there's around 96. Okay. So the number's not that high. It's not, but it I was is. expecting it to be like five hundred. Honestly, the yeah. way you were describing that, it's more the price because yeah, in yeah, Japan yeah. they're still very collectible. collectible because yeah. obviously there's a and you can't compete with Japanese collectors. <laughs> no. You just can't. I understand. I collect a lot of the Japanese Star Wars toys are very, very, very hard to get, and they're very, very expensive. And the Japanese invented blind boxes. We're just getting them now in the West, but the Japanese have been doing them for years. And finding chase variants of blind box stuff is a complete nightmare. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. But they have whole stores in Japan devoted to open blind boxes just on the shelves. So you can just go buy whatever you want. Yeah, but I'm not in Japan, Dan. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. We really mm. need to rectify Anyhow. that. <laughs> Let's keep going. <clears throat> um, just very quickly, uh, the Defenders trailer dropped from Netflix. Uh, unlike the Iron Fist trailer and um, oh no, Luke Cage, I didn't mind. But this actually looks really cool. It, they look like they all hate each other. Who did they choose for the defenders? Oh, it's obviously just the it's, ones that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's everyone that's Daredevil, got their own Jessica show. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Is Jessica Jones, is she much of a team player? No. None, none of, them, of are. them are. That's, that's the, the whole point. Yeah. Especially, I like Iron Fist as well because he's like this dumb kid in the trailer and he's going, come on, we got to fight together. And he goes, ah, shut up, kid. He is an idiot in that show, huh? He, he I, is. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched all of it. Watched. I've yeah. watched probably five episodes and it's just infuriating how dumb everyone is. Everyone. Everyone. No, is Rosario really dumb. Dawson's not dumb. 
Well, no, didn't you say there's a scene where she goes, but yeah, this yeah. is the exact same thing. I have a friend who does this exact same thing. I have two friends. Who <laughs> <laughs> you'll be meeting shortly. Oh, yeah, callbacks. Uh, yes. But continuity. We love continuity. They're, in not even, they're not even continuity. They're just, a, 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 you know, a 20 cent callback. They're like, they're, they're doing all these like conversations and then someone will just mention like, like the event in New York City. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm. that's what comic. That's what comic book movie continuity was did. for decades, though. But that's what Marvel banked on, yeah. and is it so extremely successful? Because you watch the, the whole that, series all those, just for all that. All those Netflix shows do not feel like they're even in the same universe as the Avengers. But that movie. was the whole idea. It was supposed to be ground level and not super fan, uh, fantastical. Uh, speaking of which, they're yeah, launching a new comic, Defenders Comics, starring those people, funnily enough, to line up with the well, release. at least they did that. Sometimes they even... When Avengers 1 came out, there wasn't even there was a comic nothing. that had their, their yeah. lineup. And when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, there wasn't a lineup of Guardians that had... There kind of was. They had one that also had, like, Space Iron Man in it as no, well. No, yeah, it was Iron Man, but he had a space costume. Yeah. Space Iron Man. Space, space Iron Man. Man. Come on, you got to differentiate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tony Stark in space. It's by Bendis and Marquez. David Marquez. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Bendis has written those characters before. All those characters before. He cre- co-created one of them. Uh, Which one? Jessica Jones. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Avengers. <laughs> like, what? Well, she's been an Avenger as well. Everyone's been an Avenger at this point. I'm pretty, yeah. Not Deadpool. Hey, yes. Secret Empire is, though. But uh, See, there you go. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, IDW's revenue is up 20% over last year. So, as we were discussing last show, is this sort of uh, people going away from the big two and wanting to focus on companies that are actually uh, trying to tell stories as opposed to just building up to the next big cash cow crossover? Discuss. Yeah. It'd be nice if they were. I mean, IDW's mainstay is movie properties, is yeah. movie IPs. Yeah, they get well, those, and those, now those they do and Ninja Turtles. the Hasbro Universe thing, which is a... That's a whole separate thing. Is that the Funko thing? Into. No, no, no. We We're doing talk, that as well. We don't talk about the Funko thing, Dan. Uh, I don't like Funko. <laughs> I got some of them until I realised, oh, hang on. No, that's wrong. Um, no, IDW, I, I mean, their market share is going to go up so long as they can get decent IPs because people will buy tie-ins. When Ted Adams and Chris Royale came down a couple of years ago, I was lucky enough to sit down and chat to both of them. And I said, so, Dino Riders, have you heard of it? Because <laughs> that's, that's an IP you need to get in really, on. And he, uh, I still remember Chris Royale went, <clears throat> what? I don't, I don't even know what that is. And I said, oh, look it up. You seriously have to look into this. This is, this is a big thing. You've got to do it. And he goes, oh, it sounds kind of obsolete. I don't really know. Anyway, I did an email conversation with him. I just took that really famous picture that was on the back of the first series of Dino Riders of the big war yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for those yeah, of you yeah, who yeah, don't yeah. know is people go back in time they're fighting aliens and they befriend dinosaurs but the aliens brainwash dinosaurs put heaps of armour and lasers on it and just fight each other and it's amazing and, and even the, the befriended dinosaurs also wear lasers yeah, well. they, they decide that they want to wear lasers <laughs> dinosaurs why wouldn't you want peanuts. to wear a laser <laughs> the size of a peanut brain they decide to wear a laser uh, and they just have massive battles and it's amazing and the toy line was amazing I collect that toy line as well and that's that's also stupid um, because it's rare and pricey and they're good they've got those little tiny figures oh Dino Riders is amazing the actual riders are awesome um, so yeah you give like me them? all your Dino Riders toys uh, you can send them into Greenlight Comics and uh, no I wouldn't send them into Greenlight Comics they might disappear no that's alright I know karate 
He'll kick your ass. And on that note, <laughs> it's time for Dan versus the World. Yes. So Dan versus the World is a game we play every show. Uh, Nick, you're representing the world this time. Uh, Dan, you're representing. Don't you. let Nick see the screen. He's looking. He's treating. I'll, I'll turn it over. Uh, so you each get five questions. I'm going to play uh, five seconds of a song. Nick, you you can go first in oh, either no. choosing <laughs> to uh, ask a question, ask for a cryptic hint, or you can guess the song. Uh, if or you can listen for another five seconds. Yes, to make them up. I'm never going to get this. That's all right. Um, if you guess it before the five turns are finished and you get it wrong, Dan gets the point. Yep. Uh, at the end of the five questions, uh, Nick, you can take a guess at uh, trying to get yep. what the song is and where it is from. Yep. Uh, now, if you do not guess the exact game that that music is from, it's not correct. So you can't just say, ah, oh, that's Mario. Oh, I'm literally never going to get any of these, but that's all right. You can cool. narrow it down. Like, people get them and they're exactly the same. I, I get them. I have no idea. Dan clean swept it last week. It's never you got happened. five out of five. Three. Three. Three out of three. I oh, get five questions per yep. question. I'm going to play five songs. Uh, so, Dan, you're at the moment, you're on 14 after last week's little catch-up, but the world is still ahead on 18. <laughs> oh, yes. Can I get Ross in to help me? No. no. Damn it. He's uh, re- he'd be really good at he's this. He's excellent at it, which is why we're keeping him away. Anyway, here's the first song. There you go, Nick. First question. Can I get a cryptic clue? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the cryptic clues are the best part. Uh, sure. Now, because they, they go nowhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with this particular game, uh, you will not... <laughs> you, you will not be uh, in... You will not be capable of having your whole life afterwards... Yeah, that wasn't helpful, like, <laughs> at all. Can I get another five seconds? No, you can't. No, you have to wait. Dan's turn. Yeah, no, oh, Dan's alternate. turn. All right, Dan, get what, another what, five seconds. What, um, what console is this on? Uh, it's not on a console. Well, you have to say what it's on. All right, PC. If it's not oh, on a yeah. console, yeah. it's PC Master Race, Dan. <laughs> yeah. oh, come on. Commodore 64. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's uh, on PC. All right. Nick. Can I get five more seconds, please? Sure. Now you're going to hear the first five seconds, and yep. then five seconds after, because I pressed the wrong button. Yeah, no worries. That, no, and that's you're good. Not, if you get... Oh, I've got an inkling. Do you? Really? Uh, maybe. Maybe? I'm not, I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> you're not allowed to guess. No, that was his. That's my oh, shot. Oh, right, sorry, yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah. Yep, uh, what... what what genre of video game is this? Uh, it is a first-person shooter. Uh, that's all you get. First-person shooter. Alright. Nick? What other questions can I ask? Can I ask roughly when it came out? You can, but I won't know. <laughs> he, can rough, he can roughly give you an idea. <laughs> it roughly came give out you an sometime. Idea. I, I think it was a 90s game, if that helps. Okay, now that counts as a question. Back to Dan. Alright. Dan, question three. First person shooter, 90s PC. And it had really high quality music for the 90s. Yeah, so that's why I'm not too sure. <laughs> Maybe early 2000s. Give me another cryptic hint. Oh, for f- um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, what was your first cryptic hint? Uh, that you won't have a full life when playing this oh, game. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a 50-50 shot. There's a 50-50 shot at this point. Um, so do you still want your cryptic hint? No. No? I'm going to guess. You're going to guess? Is it Half-Life? Um, Two? Yes! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, what? I... Yes. That's why it was a 50-50 shot. So like if you went Half-Life, <laughs> I was going to go Half-Life 2 and get it. I forgot that Half-Life existed. Yeah. I... <laughs> All right. That was from last week when you were talking about how much you Man, loved it. I love, and I, I kept calling it Halo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I right. love Halo. Really? Yeah, and this yeah. and that. Oh, no, that's no. Half that's Half-Life. <laughs> and that was before you ripped on me for not being a true video game fan. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, take, take that. All right. Take here we that go. world. <laughs> Next song. And McGuinness. Laying down the law. Oh. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Can I get five more seconds, please? <laughs> no. You might as well because it's just going to be exactly the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Dan. Uh, what kind of console is it on? Uh, Sega Mega Drive. Oh, we've never done a Mega Drive, have we? No. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Mega Drive. Alright, Nick. What genre is it? It's a puzzle. A puzzler. Puzzler. It's puzzling. I've never played a Sega Mega Drive game in my entire <laughs> life. Owen's here. Owen, Hi, Owen. Owen Heitman has just walked in. Come on, right. don't change the subject. Focus. Uh, give me a cryptic hint. Uh, the more cryptic, the better. It's... Rhyming is your friend. It's not even a hint. <laughs> it's cryptic. You wanted a cryptic hint. That's your cryptic I hint. I never said it. I just said a hint. Can oh, I you wanted a hint. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, what no, you want, can I get another cryptic <laughs> hint, please? <laughs> okay. I feel like you should come prepared with cryptic <laughs> hints. Yeah, you'd think that I'd do that. Um, <laughs> you, you, to play this game, you're going to have to be smarter than a doctor. Oh. Mm, Puzzler and doctor. And rhyming. Oh, wait up. But on the Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I... I'm having the same thought as you. Clearly not Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Maybe there's some weird thing going on. You realise if you guess and it's wrong, I get the point. Why don't yeah. you guess? I'm not going to guess. <laughs> it's your, your turn, turn, Dan. Dan. Oh. Um, I'm going to let you guess and get it wrong. Does it have, like... It's a puzzler. Mm-hmm. Does it have, like, a... Uh, who is a, the character in the puzzle? Because sometimes they have character-based... Um, well, is it a... The player, you're, the character you're playing, or the character you're playing against? Oh, I don't know. <coughs> I, I'm playing. Uh, you're, ju you're just playing as an unknown character. Oh. <laughs> they talk to you through the screen, as in you're really there because that's immersive. So, so there's obviously you're playing against a character. Can I just get a straight up clue? Clue is that a thing where a I straight up clue? Clue? Yeah. Uh, you can get a hint. Yeah, just a hint. Just a hint. No, a normal hint. Not these cryptic hints aren't getting me nowhere. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Sure, you, you can have a hint. This stars someone out of the Sonic universe. Oh, Jesus. So... It's not Sonic. No, it's not Sonic. Oh. 
Is it yeah. my shot? Yeah, it is. I can't remember the name of the game, but I, I know bits of the name. <laughs> yeah. Does that count? No. <laughs> I'm just going to make up the bits that I can remember. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it... If you get enough of the title, I'll give it to you. It's like Dr. Robotnik's Bean Counting Man... Thi- uh, Dr. Robotnik's Do- Mean Bean Machine, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah I would have got... I got Dr. Robotnik. I was I was ready for that. Man, yeah, I wouldn't have... I'm going to give that one to you because... Uh, oh, man, I'm letting the say? whole world down. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. Some mean Bean Machine? No. No, that's the actual name of it. Oh, you got Bean, though. Okay, here I we go. I remember that. I'd never heard of that game. Last game... Song, so yep. I need the exact game. <laughs> uh, Nick, you first. <laughs> exact game. Can I get five more seconds of music, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Star Trek. Yeah, it's, it's Doctor Def- Who. Yeah, it's Star Trek Online. <laughs> Alright, Dan. Um, what console? Uh, the Nintendo 64. Ooh, yeah, there's only about 18 of them on that. <laughs> no, there's not. There's not that many. There's a few. Nick. What genre is it? Uh, it is. Uh, I forgot what they're called. It's a, like a third person perspective game. Third per- like, so you can see your character. It's th- yeah, it's like a third-person shooter. Yes, there you go. Because yeah. I know the game you're talking about. Dan, hurry up and ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you not? Do you? Because there I was a few so. of them. I hope so. And there was a couple that you could shift perspective. This isn't fair. All right, I'll keep asking questions until I work it out then. Dan? Um, is it my question? Yep. So, SNES? No. We've already established this on the 64. Oh, 64. Shooter, third person shooter. Oh, I was thinking SNES, that's why I thought there was heaps. Um, no, there's quite a few on the 64 as well. And they're all in a similar vein. Well, it's not Pod Racer, so that's good. <laughs> that game is the hardest game in the universe. Um, I got pretty good at it. Uh, who is the main character that you play as? Are you sure you want to ask that question? Yeah, do it, Dan. He already asked it. you gotta, you got to answer the man. No. Because it will give it away 100%. And this is where you always fall down. (laughs) You could always ask, oh, do you play Hoth in it? And I'll say yes, because you play Hoth in every every single single goddamn game. game. As the first level. (laughs) Yeah, every single one. I think even Battlefront, you play Hoth. Yeah, that was the the beta level. Anything I ask is going to give it away. I want to another five seconds. No, you can't. Oh, you can? You can, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, what about a cryptic... Now Nick has to ask the question. Or get it. <laughs> oh, tactics! Tactics. First oh, you're ever. learning! Can I get a cryptic clue? You can. Um, when I think of one. Uh, cryptic clue. Alright. <clears throat> we should play this game just all Star Wars games. I'd be super down for that. Uh, cryptic clue. That would have been funny if they had all Star Wars uh, Yeah, all three of this, them with the same music. This might give it away. To Dan. If it gives it away to me, that's okay. Just make sure you don't give it away to Dan. For a time, this was official canon. Uh, this was the, what I thought it was at the very start. Dan. 
Star Wars. You're gonna guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know its name. I've forgotten it. Star Wars. Shadow. Empire. Yes, Shadows of the Empire. Yep, you got it. Ah, that's what I thought it was right at the start, but I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> I, I, just remember I, just, I just knew it had Shadows. No, just because it's an N64 Star Wars game, you would have picked Shadows of the Empire. Because well, it's was the others. one people don't think they've played. It's the best game ever. It's pretty cool. I uh, and then you could have the... Uh, I couldn't remember it was Shadows of, that's all I could remember. And I, was like, uh, I recently re-bought it on the N64 and have actually been... Because I didn't want to get it wrong. Because there are other games it could have been. Yes, I, I didn't actually get it though. I didn't say oh, the yeah, Empire. No, oh, but you know, I, I was. That's why I was like, "Who's the main <laughs> character?" Because he would have said Dash Rendar, and then yep. I definitely would have got it. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that. I can't remember the character's name. There was a Shadows of the Empire was the first multimedia Star Wars project they ever did. They had a yeah. novel and a comic book and trading cards. And it was official canon. I just got yeah. three And again. they had the N64 Can game just... and on the PC. I don't think it matters about Star Wars. I just got of course three you did, answers Dan. again. You're heaps better at this than everyone else that comes on this show. And... No, I wasn't at the start. You got the Star Wars question, though. <laughs> <laughs> and the final score is now Dan on 17, the world on 18. Yes, I've come back. Well, how, many, how, many, round. how many episodes <laughs> have we done? Uh, we've done 16. It's got 16 episodes and I've finally worked out how to win. <laughs> you play tactics. I'm actually glad you picked up that little one about, uh, yeah, another five seconds, even though you know it, yeah. to make the other person That was guess. good, Dan. Well, I didn't know it at, quite at that time. I just wanted to have more time to remember what the, what, <laughs> what, what, the name what was. was after Shadow. Did you ever get the cheat where you could play as the Womper instead of Dash Render? Yeah. That was rad. What's a Womper? It's the, the big thing that the big um, white chops the arm off. Ah. That, like, Empire. traps Luke and then freezes his feet to the ceiling, which is... How does it do That's your eye. Yeah. You know but what. up... Yeah, because yeah, he, 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 could hold, he could hold him up and oh, then wee yeah, onto the ceiling. It would freeze while he's up there. Straight yeah. up. And just hold him there. And yeah. on that note, we've been Hack the Dino. We're a fortnightly pop culture podcast. Yeah, I did it! Uh, you can catch us on Hack the Dino on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Dan, what do you want to plug? Um, you can catch me at Greenlight Comics at 18 Stevens Place in Adelaide. Um, just down the side... Uh, of my centre just cool. off Rundle Mall Nick what do you want to plug you can catch me at the same place Wednesday nights and what about the 501st you want to give them a little oh yeah they're alright the all right. Uh, local garrison for the 501st is a southern Dubak garrison look them up on Facebook Instagram and at their website which is 501stsdg.com get them, get them to come down to your charity event and get get, all, get all charitied um, the, their local 501st garrison raised the second most amount of money out of any garrison in the world last year per person. Sweet! Whoa. How? And if you want to look at some of my retro gaming things, uh, Instagram on under ost.retro.hunter. It's a really cool picture Ost of me wearing... in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Wearing a power glove and giving the thumbs up while I'm wearing the Nintendo 3D glasses. So if you want to see what this guy's mug looks like... I'm the sexiest man alive. You're the sexiest ginger I know. One thing's for sure, Luke, I am your father.
Funk is strong in this one. 